The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, no impact stream tomorrow because it is a clip show. Clip show. Which, in theory, could, you know, bring uh, some of us who haven't been necessarily in the impact zone up to date with what's going on. You, you don't want to reconsider, Larson. Well, I mean, if I'll go with the consensus. If you're down and Forrester's down, I don't see any reason to not do it. Oh, okay. All but, right. I thought but, it was firmly you know, no, anti, no, no. but uh, okay. No, no. Oh, okay. It's always, it's always good to revisit, you know, uh, some high points of, of the year Yeah. in the impact zone. Yeah. What do you think their number one moment's going to be? I mean, if it's not me buying an impact shirt, it's probably something to do with Kenny. It's got to be you buying an impact shirt. That's what it's got to be. It's just right anyway, over there. So that's how happening. about this? How about this? How about this? I know it's, well, maybe two thirds of us could have our impact shirts by then. Enforcer won't. I need to mail that off. But oh, wow. if you stop yeah. by today, I can give you your impact shirt. Oh, I have I not my impact shirt. Hell yeah. I don't but know. Then I feel dude. it doesn't feel right unless Enforcer has yeah. his too. I feel like we have to put off wearing those until the Enforcer. Until hard right? to kill, probably. Yeah. I'll try, I'll try to get Enforcers out this week. I should be able to do it tomorrow. I got to go run some run some, a couple errands tomorrow after uh, after we're done with our stuff. So can't wait to be in the act zone. There you go. It goes from the waist up. It covers up the imp and just <laughs> says act act. Anyways, so that's going on then. And then uh, Christmas Eve is now Christmas Steve. I'll be watching Avengers of Justice. Farce Wars. Farce Wars. Thank you. Farce Wars. Starring who? Starring who? Starring the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels. That's right. Uh, it, if if there just happened to be a window under my window that showed uh, like Fall Guys or Call no. of Duty or Rocket no. League or maybe even all three, What's would that punishment be about such that? an egregious crime? Yes, it would arson? because that's there's no punitive aspect to it. It's supposed to be punishment. How much do you want to pile on? You already won yesterday at predictions. You already won the prestigious going in raw cup. And I even found a cozy for you to put on to make. I'll an tell you what, cup. considering, uh, considering like you stole, cup? you stole the, big red for me. You know what? Tip of the iceberg problem in, I have. in terms of restitution. Okay. Can we do this though? Tip of the, what? Can we just do this? Can we just, can there be a moratorium on you consistently bringing up me stealing big red Dude, from you? That was such an egregious, I egregious violation of trust. I won it legit for eight months straight. Yeah, but there was that month that preceded that that you stole it from me. Mm. I won predictions at Wrestle Kingdom. It disappeared. Uh -huh. And then you won it at Royal Rumble. Yeah. So there was a good three weeks that I should have been in possession of that title that I was not. Mm. I demand satisfaction. And mm. until I feel satisfied, I will bring it up as much as I want. You know, it's been almost a year. It'll literally be a year very shortly. That's that's a wound that's going to be slow to heal. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Such an enormous violation of trust, not just uh, mine, but our audience as well. Oh my god! I think they're over it by now. I think that they're good I don't know, by man. now. I, I think I think a lot of people look at you entirely different now. I've had so stuff. many people asking me to drop a shirt featuring the the the, the fine people over the Rancho Cordova Sheriff's Department uh, whipped up that artist rendition no, you drew of your that. face. You drew that. You drew that. You it drew has that. their letterhead on it. Yeah, I'm sure you just found uh, something with online with that. I don't know. Maybe Anyways. you know someone over there who, who who gave you a, a blank piece of paper. I don't know. So Christmas Steve joined me to watch that Shawn Michaels uh, Avengers movie. Parody movie, yeah. Parody movie. Uh, uh, on Christmas uh, Steve, that should be a lot of fun. And then, uh, yeah, speaking of egregious crimes that you speak of, man got lit on fire last night, which may or may not have something to do with USA's new directive towards WWE that they want premium adult OnlyFans-esque content. What's going on with this, man? 
So we've dis- discussed this a bit. I think on our SmackDown recap, we talked about it briefly. We did did definitely last night during our. You drank your eggnog already? Oh uh, man, almost. Ugh. During our uh, TLC recap, especially how it relates to the fiend being lit on fire. Um, that being said, uh, let's get into this. Late Friday, Talk Sports uh, Alex McCarthy reported that quote: "A source inside WWE said there are, had been a big reaction to the record low rating, and moreover, USA had a reaction too." This is a quote from McCarthy's source. USA Network are furious, source said. They want more adult content, not sexy adult, but dark and violent adult. Meanwhile, over on Wrestling Observer's site, the Wrestling Observer himself took the Wrestling Observer forums to dispute uh, uh, McCarthy's report, saying, quote, according to people who would know this is not true, while they are disappointed in ratings and do make suggestions, those were not the direction they have suggested. Are those the same reports here? Are those same people who said who would know that it was true that Seth Rollins gave a raw raw speech in front of the roster? (laughs) Yeah, dude. I don't know. Again, you know, we've said this before. Sources within companies probably have their own varying agendas when they talk to. So I'll be honest with you, man. The only the only person I trust anymore is Sean Ross Sapp. You know, when it comes to this kind of stuff, um, you know, it'll be I guess the proof will definitely be in the pudding. I don't I don't think that last night's uh, finale to uh, to TLC had anything to do with us. had anything. It was just just logically that they have treated the fiend like a horror movie villain Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. the longest time. And last night was simply a horror movie, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, play out and before our eyes, Mm -hmm. it will be interesting though, to see what uh, creative changes they could possibly make to, uh, to, to freshen up raw and to get it to a place where USA would be happy. I mean, regardless the through line or the the main theme here is USA is not happy, nor should they be. These ratings no, are no. terrible. Given the money they're paying to air it raw, uh, they should expect ratings much better than this. Mm-hmm. Much better than this, given the enormous sums they're paying to air pro wrestling programming on their network. I understand that Raw is one of the, the most viewed uh, programs on USA Network. If not the most. That being dude, said, this is probably well below expectations. And even just look... We've never we've never claimed to be anything but big fans of the product, mm-hmm. you know, of mm-hmm. of, of pro wrestling. Yeah. And it is it's been increasingly difficult to bring a positive spin to Monday Night Raw, you know, uh, on a regular basis. Uh it, it just it's it's it has been such a creative cesspool. It's been a slog. Um you know, with some bright moments here or there. But, uh, you know, uh, the, something's got to change. to, And, and it ain't going to be – look, I, I don't care if there are fans in the building. It's not going to change the writing. Yep. Um, so, yeah, think, things really should – they should really change, man. They, they need U, to. They USA should. Need to. USA should. I know they have a, a big – you know, a longstanding relationship with Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. But they should be able to go to him and say, hey, dude. They should. You know. They have in the past. You know, they mm-hmm. should hold Vince accountable um, if the ratings are not to their liking given – Again, the enormous amount of money they're paying to air WB product on their on their network. Mm-hmm. So if they're not happy, they have every right, and they should go up to Vince and say, I, we demand satisfaction. Mm-hmm. You know, Gary MacArthur here in chat says, because this is a refrain that I've, I've sort of, you know, we both heard before in terms of the way people consume it. He says maybe they could stop showing all the good parts immediately afterwards on YouTube and Twitter so people actually have to watch the show. The problem is uh, they do the exact same thing for SmackDown. Mm-hmm. SmackDown, uh, especially basically since Roman came back, I would say SmackDown across the board has been creatively a much more satisfying show. Oh, yeah. You know, from Roman trickling all the way down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's consumed in the same way as Monday Night Raw. It's on a network with, sure, more viewer outreach, but the drop in ratings since COVID has been far less dramatic than Monday Night Raw. As there is a yeah. difference yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just don't buy that that is part of the problem. Um, you have three hours. That's a monster of a show to keep people engaged. They need to figure out how to do it. They really do. This time of year, there's quite a bit of competition mm-hmm. on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. Football. I mean, all sorts of sports. NBA is coming back tonight, I think. Um, 
so yeah, they need to do something to to stand out amidst a, a crowded field of television on Monday night. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This would be interesting. Jorge D says, uh, I can see this is not out of the realm of possibility. I could see NBC Universal eventually putting a WWE Raw on Peacock streaming to boost subscription numbers for mm-hmm. the right paycheck. WWE would have some <laughs> like they were they were considering moving it like putting it on Facebook. If yeah. Facebook if Facebook cut like a billion dollar check or yeah. something like that, and you'd have to we'd have to all have to stream uh, Raw on Facebook with all those little emojis popping up. You know, like mm-hmm. when mixed match challenge was happening, you're trying to watch a match and people are watching it and putting their emojis up and they're all flying up and down the screen. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. distracting at all. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of Christopher Kaufman emojis going by. <laughs> Um, uh, so speaking of streaming services and Twitch, uh, AJ Styles for the first time spoke at length about, uh, his Twitch account being suspended. Uh, this is what he had to say. Uh, so the, yeah, this was uh, a couple months ago. We reported on this, uh, the edict that Vince McMahon yeah, uh, yeah. demanded WWE superstars had to suspend their activity on third party platforms. He told this to Alex McCarthy. He said myself, Xavier Woods and Sasha Banks had a sit-down meeting in Connecticut with Vince about the situation, and it was determined it's intellectual property. This, he points to his face. We do as well as we do well as far as WWE goes. If there's an opportunity to pay back that money we work hard for in different times, then we probably should. I was doing this long before the lockdown and the coronavirus. I was streaming and doing my thing, so I was always doing it on my time off. It wasn't during. So things happen. I wasn't happy about it. No one was. But it is what it is. I'll handle it the way I have to. I'm a team player. He's the captain. Talking about Vince. I'll follow his lead as far as Vince is concerned. Uh, He continues. Will it change? They're working on something as we speak. Will I be happy with it? Probably not. Laughs. But the opportunity to stream in the future is wide open. I obviously have the equipment. Uh, I just don't have the opportunity right now. A little addendum to this as well. WWE announced today that Drew McIntyre is on Cameo, joining a handful of other current roster members on the platform. Yeah, just a few. Just a few. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is not, you know, I mean, one thing that's not surprising but reflects the Vince McMahon's way is that you have three uh, superstars, all pretty smart people, yeah, Vince McMahon, smart guy. Didn't mention anything about any uh, like lawyers who would know about intellectual property rights. But I just like he. We all sat down and we determined, we all determined that this is intellectual property. So this, Vince told well, you this is intellectual property, and it's intellectual property that is uh, while you're under contract, uh, Vince is to exploit and use as he sees fit. Yeah, I mean, I, I my the main the the thing about this. None of none of the actual meat of this I I take much issue with. The bigger thing for me really is what seemingly nobody's disputed this. The way it was communicated to the wrestlers and the way it was just seemed to be blunt force, hey, you're doing this. Stop doing this. It's not like they pulled the people aside. It was a small handful of wrestlers on Twitch, okay? And it was not that many people on Cameo as well. And it's not like they were pulled aside face-to-face and said, hey, listen, guys, we have some stuff in the works that could that we feel can make you more money, and we would like you to give us the opportunity to do this. And if you guys let us know how much money you're making, we will compensate you. They're making tons of money. They can't make a monetary offer to these people and say, Hey, listen, you know, and, and honestly, not necessarily that legally they have to, but from a perception standpoint, it just always feels like WWE's trying to dick over their wrestlers. Yeah, it does feel that way. Yeah, it does. And feel it that just, way, 100%. It's like, it's, it's like, it's well, just it, ugly, it, it, you know? it feels like yeah, it is. It is, and, and you know, yeah, it doesn't affect a whole lot of people. And it, and you know, it this particular incident shown a bit of a spotlight on the company in terms of how it classifies its wrestlers, independent contractors, when mm-hmm. they are in basically every facet employees, um, but are not given the rights protections thereof. Uh, so yeah, this affects a pretty small, relatively small subset subset of wrestlers. But totally, like it's a situation where some of these. Uh, people are probably making a pretty good 
dollar and a cent doing their streaming or doing cameo stuff and to just go up to them probably in or send them an email something as impersonal as that and say you got to stop this right now with no recourse for them with no negotiation without those talents having any say in this situation because i think lana did an interview not that long ago where she was talking about this, this sort of things and she was like you know i i've had a decent level of success because she's done like some marketing stuff on her instagram i believe mm -hmm. a decent level of success doing this stuff i could be an asset to the company in terms of how to do this stuff and why, if WB has designs to work out a partnership with Cameo <laughs> yeah. or develop their Twitch presence further, why not go to the people who are already doing it, yeah, right. utilize what they have learned, mm -hmm. compensate them for that, and then use them to help broaden those platforms for the company rather than saying, nope, you got to take it down. And then once everything's down, they go through the process of, you know, what is it, uh, uh, you know, kind of like relaunching their Twitch presence. And then after the fact, maybe involving people who knows we just don't know it just seems well, like there's yeah. a more collaborative approach they could take that would benefit them uh, uh engender some goodwill from their wrestlers towards the company the one thing that that does seem relatively uh, uh heartening is that i mean because you mentioned i don't know i i don't know you you can sort of do a little bit of math because they often publicize for example the number of subs they have mm -hmm. The two people who really it does actually seem like they made a pretty penny on Twitch anyways was Paige and Thea Trinidad as Lena mm -hmm, Vega. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I do appreciate that both those people were basically like, mm, no, I'm not giving that up. Yeah. And and they drew a line in the sand. Thea, Thea, Thea ended up losing her job. But, yeah. man, I think she does pretty damn well on yeah. Twitch. Well, I, I'm guessing AJ probably made a decent chunk of change off Twitch. As, as a percentage of what he probably makes from WB, his downside, it it's probably pittance. wasn't that much. <laughs> it was a bit, yeah. yeah. So while the, you know, the, the basic vibe what I'm getting from AJ here is like, yeah, it sucks, but considering the amount of money I'm getting paid to wrestle, eh, that yeah, kind of seems to be his take on it. That's, that's his take, though, you know? That's why, well, I know, but that that's why I feel like it was, you can you can honestly you can the, the number of people who are actually doing this and I'm just talking about Twitch I have no idea what people are making on Cameo I know Dijack got 15 of art of my dollars uh, no was it Dijack no Dexter Loomis I don't know I, I forget if I bought the Dexter Loomis one or if somebody else I think somebody else bought the Dijack one yeah yeah but he was only like 15 bucks um, but you know the thing about Twitch was the more popular a superstar you were the better you do on Twitch. So AJ mm -hmm. Styles probably did relative to wrestlers on Twitch decently compared to how much he's making with WWE, a pittance. Somebody like Drew Gulak, who we both love, you know, would sit on Twitch, uh, uh, watch old wrestling matches, critique them, and he'd routinely have an audience of maybe 50 to 100 people. You don't see a lot of sub growth there. You don't see a lot of stuff going on there for it to really justify him continuing to do it. That's why well, I'm happy. Other than, that, other than he just enjoys doing it, you know? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, and you know, that kind of community building is great. And here's the thing. You always start somewhere, you know, mm -hmm. and who knows, maybe at some point he would have been at the kind mm -hmm. of money that the Trinidad is making. I don't know. I can't say that. You got to start somewhere. But I mean, it is heartening that it didn't seem like too many people were losing their asses by uh, uh, WWE clamping down on this, it is a shame that they're not allowed to build up their communities to allow them more opportunities in the future to grow even yeah, more. Exactly. But maybe, I mean, when AJ says, hey, WWE has some stuff in mind, I mean, I know like, you know, I think Mia Yim uh, is heavily involved uh, with the up, up, down, down stuff mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and so it seems like other people have been getting opportunities and hopefully WWE will continue to give them other opportunities and maybe mm -hmm. their cameo rollouts for uh, the superstars will be uh, a, a, a really well uh, well planned strategic rollout. You know, hey, a limited time you can get this person for more yeah. money they would have made just sort of langu languishing on cameo with under their real names. Yeah. That's the hope. Will it happen? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And then another thing about this before we move on uh, with WB having such a hard time appealing to the coveted all important eighteen to forty nine demo, a demo who. Watches a lot of stuff on Twitch. Mm -hmm. To to not use their superstars as outreach to that demo mm -hmm. when you're struggling to to gain new viewers mm -hmm. uh, is pretty foolish. It's pretty damn foolish. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe that's you're, you're right. You're right. 
um, I don't know who's in charge of their digital department that's going to be overseeing whatever relaunch on Twitch they have, but maybe they've got some interesting ideas on how to approach that that's, again, more strategic than just a bunch of random channels that are not under the names of those actual superstars, a, a way that could get them more, you know, you can only hope. Again, lacking the benefit of the doubt for the WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and somebody also pointed this out. Some people in chat are pointing this out also, and I've noticed this as well. Like, Asuka still has her YouTube channel. Other WWE superstars have their YouTube channels Yeah, yeah Charlotte still. and Andrade still have theirs, yeah. So it's like this weird thing where, like, somebody caught wind of, like, oh, Twitch is the, is, is the zeitgeist now. Let's, let's do that. I don't know. I don't know either. Something tells me it's just a goddamn mess over there, man. Oh, for uh, sure. Anyways, uh, talking about... Well, I can't say they're a goddamn mess. Impact Wrestling, they got their shit together in they 2020, like they man. They stuff together, yeah. Uh, you know. BW Insider has some details on Kenny Omega's Impact schedule between now and Hard to Kill. Their next pay-per-view happened in uh, mid-January 2021. They're reporting that, quote, Impact Wrestling was scheduled to tape material with Kenny Omega this week in Florida for insertion into future episodes of Impact on Axis. The belief is that Omega will not be wrestling on the Axis TV series prior to the Hard to Kill pay-per-view on January 16th makes all the sense in the world. Uh, if you want to uh, maximize number of people buying hard to kill to see Kenny Omega wrestle on impact, you don't have him wrestle on impact before hard to kill. Mm-hmm. Pretty mm-hmm. basic. Yeah. That makes all the sense in the world. You don't want to, yeah, you don't wanna put him. He's going to be on his bus. Down. He's going to have invited guests on his bus. He might venture out of bus from time to time, but by and large, what we've seen from Kenny and impact is what we're going to see from Kenny and impact until hard to kill. He might. I mean, he, he made his way to the concrete, to the backstage. Area. That's what I'm saying. You might see he him might wander make around his the way bus to on the occasion, ring I think uh, for a large. promo, for a promo in the ring, maybe. Stephen Larson, an enforcer. I see you have your act shirts. <clears throat> You're in All right. The anyways, impact zone. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, speaking of more wrestling and other places, NXT looks like they're going to be expanding to Mexico. Viva la Mexico! On the heels of reports that WWE is set to relaunch NXT no, India. Set to launch. To launch. Huh? What did I say? Set to he launch. He said relaunch. To set to launch. NXT India, as well as a possible uh, a possible NXT... Oh, as... As well as possibly an NXT for oh, NXT. and NXT. Sorry, yeah. Uh, in the near future. 
Uh, Wrestling Inc. is reporting that WWE is this damn eggnog, man. I'm telling you, it's messing with my brain. You sure you didn't put any uh, uh, rum in there or something? I really should have. Wrestling Inc. is reporting that WWE is looking to expand their NXT operations to Mexico. Here's the quote. Wrestling Inc. has learned that the company has also been discussing a Mexican Lucha Libre series, which would be an NXT Mexico of sorts. The show would reportedly air in the U.S. WWE has spoken with a few people about running the project, but it is very, very early on in the planning stages. One of the names being considered as a consultant on the project is Chavo Guerrero Jr. Chavo was an agent for Lucha Underground and was very involved with that promotion. Yep. Uh, that's exciting stuff. That's cool. I'd like to see that. Uh, I don't know if you've been following, uh, following Lucha Blog on Twitter. Um, I believe AAA's YouTube channel. You, like it's not. I don't know if it's not existent or we just can't access it from the states. But I believe their Facebook page is like uh, region locked to Mexico right now. One of the one of the friendos, I think it might have been White Brownie, pointed that out to me, and I, I hit up Lucha Blog. I was like, "Do we know why AAA's YouTube channel is down? It is down. It yeah. is like it's not even like everything's been privated. It's not a you can't find it. It's got the little monkey cartoon guy. Yeah, saying, you do a search. Sorry, you do a search for it, and nothing pops up. Yeah, and you said their Facebook page is region locked to Mexico. I believe so. You can only if you can only view it in Mexico. What the flip? What is going on there? There's, uh, I don't, I don't know exactly. What is happening with that? Let's see. They still, go, their, let's... They still have their Pluto TV. Yeah, I just go to their 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 Facebook and it says this page is unavailable. What is happening there? I don't know. Twinewinder says use a VPN. Yeah, but that's sort of besides the point. The why is the thing. Yeah, why is really the the the, the thing at this point? Wow. Anyways, talk raw preview briefly. There's only one item. What's next for Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles after their epic clash? They couldn't come up with at least a sentence, a question to ask about Randy Orton burning Bray Wyatt alive. Yeah. What consequences will Randy Orton face for immolation? Should be a lot. Letting any guy on fire. <laughs> I mean, there's no evidence to suggest that the fiend that Bray Wyatt survived. No, that. all the evidence seems to suggest that he, that he, he perished in that fire. Uh, like uh, 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 who got suspended recently for like uh, touching a official? Oh, uh, uh, Braun Strowman. He mm. headbutted Adam Pearce, suspended. Yeah, yeah. So Randy Orton burns Bray Wyatt alive, and no punishment, no suspension. Not Probably only did not. he burn him alive, he did his pose. He did his pose. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Somebody, somebody find. You think Laredo Kid would have kicked out of being burned? Well, no, because it would be, you know, it would have been a Laredo kid a dummy there actually being lit on fire. This is a good point. Vegan Squirrel points out what you mentioned yesterday. The Fiend tweeted an hour after the pay-per-view. I mean, that might have been like one of those, you know, you can get one of those little like tweet deck or something like that where you can pre-schedule. Yeah, you can schedule stuff in advance, yeah. A tweet. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's answer the questions. I'm over here on the Twitters. Same. B-Man, Patrick Sparks. Says first Johnny Swinger, now the Fiend with USA wanting darker content. Who is most likely to commit more felonies? Does Dexter Loomis kill someone? I mean, he could be serial killer. <clears throat> like that's been well established. Yeah, I, I mean, they are leaning more towards him simply being a, 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 a an oddball caricature artist, though. That's true. So I think that you know, I'm not sure if you classify it. Maybe he's going to be an erotic an erotic caricature artist mm. where he draws mm. caricatures, but of sexual things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hence the, but they said not sexy stuff. So not sexy know, adult, not Violence. sexy adult, dark adult, not sexy. Like it should be. I'm telling you, man, someone at USA saw Roman Reigns is like, we want a Roman Reigns on raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, NJWP. So what next for the Miz? He's strongest when he's part of something uh, as part of a tag team stable or being managed, but hasn't done much on his own. He, uh, NJWP says, uh, happy Christmas and happy new year to you. And the friend does. Thank you. NJWP. I don't know. I, mean, I saw some, ch- I saw some chat 24 seven. Yeah. Some chatter that since he didn't physically hand the briefcase to the ref, like he could use that for a, a loophole to get that contract nah, back man, because nah. Morrison had to the ref. The Miz was, was next to him going, I'm cashing in. That, that's the st- I swear to God, if they do that, I'm quitting this show. That's the stupidest thing. That would be pretty. That would be pretty. Partici- the ring. The ring announcer announced it, and he participated in the match. Mm-hmm. That is not. That is a non-issue, man. Yeah, if they I agree. Tr- if I they agree. try to pull that, I mean, I don't know what the hell a cash in is. Then, yeah, no, I know, I know. 
Nick, with TLC now in the books in the Rumble next, is Bailey still the endgame for Sasha Mania, or is Rhea getting her redemption story with Charlotte? Oh, no. Rhea and Charlotte are not going to be around each other. I don't see that happening. I think Rhea's sticking around in NXT. Well, let's. I'll, 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 I'll pause on that until we find out if there's some sort of stipulation for Rhea's match against Raquel Gonzalez at uh, New Year's Evil. If they do some sort of loser leaves NXT, then... Yeah, dude. What, like the Rumble or something? She'll show up in the Rumble? Yeah, maybe, huh? Yeah. I just think that Charlotte Asuka is going to be the mania thing. No, I think it it, it, it will be, too. And I think it should be. Mm-hmm. And then maybe after that, call Rhea up and have her have a feud with, with Charlotte. Patrick Sparks, first Johnny Swinger, now The Fiend with USA I, wanting... I just I just asked that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Now, Gary McCarthy here in chat said, Loomis draws dicks on the faces of those he defeats in matches, <laughs> but in permanent marker. There you go. USA will be over a million. You'll break a million if you do over that. Over a million, over a million. Uh, Juan Guerrero Jr., Mr. Triple Mania, what random matches in AAA would you like to see in a Firefly Funhouse setting? Oh, Blue Demon Jr. versus Dr. Wagner Jr. <laughs> Flaming Hammer, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. That's where they need to have. I want to see uh, Blue Demon Jr. versus uh, El Hijo del L.A. Park. They were having beef during their match. Yeah. So yeah. they need to take that to Firefly Inferno. Fuego. Yeah. Joshua <laughs> Culver. Uh, what do you guys think is a hidden gem pay-per-view? Joshua loves Survivor Series 94 with Hart versus Backlund, the Clowns versus King's Court, the breakup of Diesel and Sean and Chuck Norris in the casket match. Dude, 94 and 95 were such amazingly, hilariously bad years. But you can't find a pay-per-view that isn't wildly weird and entertaining in those years. They were throwing everything they could. They everything were throwing they could. everything, everything to see if it would uh, stick. Hidden gem pay-per-view. What is one we watched recently? I feel like one of the... For me, it's, I mean, I don't know if it's a hidden gem necessarily, but uh, Halloween Havoc 93, I think it was, uh, where it was Vader oh, versus yeah. Foley in that death match. Um, those are always kind of entertaining too because you see like all sorts of weird names that should that pop up mm-hmm. in later years in different forms. A lot of people were just coming up around that time that ended up being pretty decently big stars in the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. Um, there's one 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 show I thought of, and not so much because the whole car is great, but the main event is fantastic. It's In Your House Mind Games. Main oh, yeah, for sure. Shawn Michaels versus Mankind for the WWF title. Fantastic match. Fantastic like, dude, match. Check, out, check out this lineup here, Halloween, just for weirdness. Halloween Havoc 93 uh, starts off. Well, okay, that's that's a weird. Okay, so you have Ice Train, Charlie Norris, and the Shockmaster. Mm. But the Shockmaster was already doing his, like, sailor gimmick or whatever that was. No, he's like his construction guy Yeah, yeah, like that's that, what it yeah. was. That's what it was. Uh, they beat Harlem Heat um, and the Equalizer. But Harlem Heat, I think that was, like, one of their first things. They were known at the time as Cole and Kane. So they didn't have like their normal names. The second match, Paul Orndoff defeated Ricky Steamboat. This is in 1993. So the second match on In Your House Mind Games is Jose Lothario versus Jim Cornette. <laughs> I love that. It's just wrestling was so weird back then. I mean, I guess it still is. The fourth match on here is for the WCW United States Championship. Dustin Rhodes versus Stone Cold. Well, not Stone Cold, but Steve Austin. Yeah. This is the Hollywood Blondes probably back then. Yeah. Uh, you had the television champion, Steven Regal, War Games, uh, wrestling uh, Davy Boy Smith, um, Sting versus Sid, Rick Rude versus Ric Flair for the weird WCW International World Heavyweight Championship that lasted all of like two months or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, Vader versus uh, Mick Foley. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, Gareth Nicholas, give us your best elevator pitch for a John Cena Christmas movie. Extra points if your cast includes Cena as Santa. I am so looking forward to the Peacemaker stuff. I think that's going to be just wildly entertaining. Yeah. Um, so a Peacemaker Christmas. I'll say. Where he uh, tries uh, to bring peace to the world. And it's just uber violence. Um, it's uh, uh, cast Cena as a wrestler who has... A uh, a Santa gimmick. That's his oh, gimmick. He's Santa. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Uh, year, year round. round. Yeah. Year round. It's always and Christmas. So uh, he's leaving a show. 
he's walking to his car. Something mm. falls from the sky. Santa. Santa. He had yeah. an unfortunate accident. He fell off the, the sleigh, hits the ground. Now mm-hmm. it's up to him, uh, Santa Cena, to, to, to get on that sleigh, find it, and save Christmas. Oh, great idea. That I'm actually shocked that didn't get made. Um, let's see here. Uh, White Brownie Nick with TLC now in the books and the Rumble next. Is Bailey still the end game for Sasha at Mania? Or is Rhea? Oh, sorry. You already read that one too? Yeah, I read that one too. Yeah. Gee whiz. You're uh, skipping all over the place. That's why. No, they're all in order for me here. Nelson oh, G, weird. what is your favorite match where the wrestler who lost the match looked as strong as the winner? It's got to be Okada Omega 1, right? Oof. Yeah. That's up uh, there. Cactus Jack versus uh, Big Van Vader. Halloween there you Halloween go. That's good. That's good. Paul too. Orndoff versus Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat. Halloween Halloween Havoc, you, 93. You sure did Steamboat actually win that match? I think he went to, uh, I know the Regal Davy Boy Smith one went to a draw. Oh, that was pretty common back then in WCW. Orndoff won. Oh, oh, by count out, though. It was by count no, out. By count out. Dale and Dula. A herd of friendly, sentient, talking moose have just reached out to you. They would like you to assist in setting up the first ever wrestling show marketed toward the moose population. What do you call this show and what talents, uh, besides moose, of course. Oh, what? Moose is in it, but we need other talents. The wrestler, moose. Do you recruit? I mean, obviously, moose is in the main event. He's going to go over whoever he's wrestling. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so I'd have Moose versus Braun Strowman. Moose goes over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have Caljack on the card. Bear. Um, I just have everybody with animal gimmicks. Yeah, I don't know what other animals Mooses Moosen are friendly with, or which ones they would consider Rudos or Technicos. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like Taurus, right? Yeah, Taurus. That's good. Probably Rudo. Yeah. I mean, I mean uh, Technico, right? He'd be a baby face. Uh, yeah, I guess bull. so. Yeah. Taurus yeah. is a bull. Yeah. Don't, do yeah. moose and bulls get along? I don't know. Depends. Well, I mean, if they're, if they're, if they're, if they're fighting over land, probably not. I saw a video clip from the Twitter account Nature is Metal where like a horse, uh, like a, a whole, what do you call a bunch of horses that are together? Don't it's remember. Herd, no, a herd. Herd? herd? No, not herd. I don't think it's, it's a herd. Or cow. I don't know. Anyways, they, 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 they find a bison. Yeah. And they sort of sniff each other out, and then they're cool with each other, and the bison just sort of hangs out with the horses. Is, is it a flock of horsen? According no, to Zachariah? It's, it's not a herd. GT Racers claims it's a herd. Oh, it could be. Uh, Thomas Speller, what is your favorite Royal Rumble? Or what? Yeah, what is your favorite Royal Rumble? I need two. One flare one. That one's great. That is a really good one. That's a good one. Um, uh, which what was it? Was it like a ninety-five? No, what's the ninety-four? Ninety-four, the year that Brett and and Luger both they both laid claim to winning. They got eliminated at the same time. What a yeah. weird year that was. They were just trying both, anything, man. They were just trying everything and anything. I like the weird yep. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's next? Uh, is this Dojin TYT? Should the fiend have two modes after coming back, like the standard normal fiend, and then some sort of super fiend, all melted and charred, mm-hmm. whatever condition the storyline would call for the future feuds? Are we gonna get like the closest? They're gonna they're gonna do Raw Gate Mutant, aren't they? With the fiend, that'd be something else. Now, if he starts I mean, absorbing other superstars, then we might have to initiate legal proceedings. Dude, I mean, if you think about it metaphorically, he kind of does. He's got all those pictures behind him with like wrestlers and their faces crossed out. I, like they, he he absorbs their souls or some yeah. aspect of them because they're all changed afterwards. Dude, is Bray Wyatt a fan? Does he watch We Book Raw? Maybe we should reach out. He's gonna start wearing some Raiders gear. I know. If he starts referring to himself as Beefy Dubs, then we know. Dude, then for sure. Hey, Bray, make a Beefy Dubs reference in the Firefly Funhouse, and we'll know. Oh man. Okay. I got you guys. Uh Panda Police Club, what is the best way for Raw to do a quick fix to their ratings after the huge positive reaction at TLC? Is follow through, follow through, follow through. That's what WB is terrible at, follow through. So they got pe- a lot of people were talking about the fiend being burned alive. It's a 50-50 proposition if the fiend will even be on the show tonight. <laughs> 
in any like like Randy will make maybe make a passing reference and move on to something else. You know what I mean? Here's here's how you do it, right? Um, <clears throat> Drew opens the show. He's doing those dad jokes that he seems to like and think that are charming, but they're really not. Uh, and I feel like Drew, he's gone through that. He's done with AJ. He's done. Or how about this? Drew comes out, dad jokes. AJ Styles comes out, says, hey, I didn't get my one-on-one because the Miz cashed mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. Now that that's over and done with, I want my one-on-one. They're about to come to blows. Almost is in there. Who was, you know, uh, the, the, untouchable yesterday when when Morrison tried to get him with the chair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lights go down. Fiend stuff comes up. And in the red light, you just see this melty, raw gate mutant type guy, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like limping to the ring. And and he just like destroys almost in front of and then he start they do like a weird effect where he starts like chewing on his face. <laughs> and I don't know. Then he like Drew is all fun and games, but then he has to deal with Rawgate Mutant now. Yeah. Like he did with twenty twenty. Um and then and there you go. I don't know. I don't know. I think like a lot of it some of it's pacing. Some of it is just like, dude, follow through with your stories. Yeah, I think there is, there's not a quick fix because the, the issues are so deeply rooted in their normal order of business on Raw. You have to revamp, I think, the whole creative process for Raw. Raw is usually helped when it starts off with, um, you know what they need to do, man? I, I keep on thinking about this, too, because all the, you know, I, I read somewhere that Vince is really, really high on Bob Lashley. Mm-hmm. considers him like a guy like get him versus drew for mania or something like that start do do a hurt business versus drew thing you know like have the go hard on the hurt business have do this have lashley beat drew for the title at like mania vacate the U, uh, united states championship and then keith lee picks that up joins the hurt business do a tournament where keith lee joins a hurt business that'd there be bad Give him something to do. Uh, Greg Morris, what are the chances the arson will lead to the more adult content USA wants? Oh, we kind of re- answered that in, in the beginning of the show. I don't think those two things are necessarily related. I think whatever they had planned for Fiend versus Orton, they had planned for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reed, what's the one reaction to see Vince taking overnight to try to fix the rating quick? Uh, and how dark does USA want W to get with some sponsors causing the PG era? See, like the stuff, they can't get too dark. They can't get too violent on TV because they're sponsors, they're stockholders. There's other people that WB has to keep happy outside of the company, and they have to keep those considerations in mind when making these kind of decisions. So, yeah, I just don't think that being dark, like overly dark or violent, is. That's the like, answer unto itself. You know, dude, if AEW can get away with blood every, like, once a month, they'll do that on TNT. They'll have mm-hmm, blood. Mm-hmm. WWE can do that. I mean, the shareholders probably want, you know, they want a, a successful company more than anything. Yeah. And you don't have to, like, you know, show full penetration to do that. Nope. Nope. Um, you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. You know, have them let them say shit once in a while. Is, is... AEW is Dynamite TV 14, or is it just TV whatever? I don't recall. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe somebody knows. The real deal. Do you see AEW having higher ratings in Raw in 2021? If so, how and when? I mean, if Miz had won the bank or won the title last night, the odds of that happening would have been far greater than otherwise. It's going to take... If AEW ever gets up to one and a half million, it's going to take... A while, you know, they didn't even get that in their first episode. Yeah, I don't know, man. They they do, they have done so many things so right, so mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll put it this way: if the trajectories continue along the same path by the end of twenty twenty one, it's 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 going to be threatening. 
Well, and I think that'd be threatening. That would have more to do with Raw's ratings going in the absolute toilet. You know, I kind of feel like as long as NXT is on Wednesday nights, it's going to cap AEW to a degree. Not a ton, but they're not going to get to one and a half million. AEW is. I wouldn't say that. Next year. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. I wouldn't say. What if CM Punk shows up at all in? It might pop. It would pop for a bit, but I don't know if they'd be able to sustain it. Dude, it's AEW. I understand. Sometimes you have to divorce yourself of uh, the WWE way of doing things. Remember that AEW does a lot of stuff correctly. I know they do. I, who are you talking to? I'm number one AEW shill around here. I want Doesn't them to get sound like it. Three, I'm I'm because I'm grounded in reality. That's why. I'm shocked that they're flirting with. Well, I know this past week they weren't, but that one yeah. uh, two weeks ago, I, I was kind of shocked that they were flirting with a million. But it's just honestly, like they do a. I mean, it's been barely a year they've been on TV. Yeah, and look at how well they're like doubling their expectations. Yeah, I, I'll put it this way: for me, they got the benefit of the doubt. They'll be able to increase their ratings by a couple hundred thousand by the end of 2021. And WWE cannot convince me that their ratings will not continue to free fall. Well, if, if AEW increases their ratings by a couple hundred thousand on a consistent basis, then you're talking around a million per week, which is still 500,000 short of what Raw is doing now. And yes, Raw, the potential is there for Raw to dip. If it dips, if it gets anywhere close to a million, then there's going to be some massive upheaval, upheaval within the company. Mm-hmm. Massive. Uh uh, Carlos, since Shayna and Nia lost the tag titles and Shayna took the pin, can you see a realistic path for Shayna into the women's title reign in 2021? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Because they'll probably have a feud, Shayna and Nia. Whoever comes out of that will be next in line after Oscar and Charlotte. And then who knows from there? Jason Lewis, do you think WWE will ever have a finger poke of doom moment where a creative decision turns off so many fans that the company can't recover? If Miz had cashed in, maybe. Dude, I'm telling you. Telling you. They were entertaining that. They were entertaining putting the title on Miz, who's booked no stronger than Lince Dorado. Might even be by summer. Might be by summer. Hasn't AEW beat Raw like twice in the demo? Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you, man. 18 to 49, yeah. Yeah. Telling you, man. It's going to happen. Uh, Nathan's Broken Day. What is the worst match you have ever seen? The worst match I've ever seen? Yeah. Let's. You want to limit it to live? Okay. Uh, maybe it was that Supreme Pro Wrestling show where everybody brought like weapons from the crowd. <laughs> oh, the worst match I've ever seen. It wasn't so much the quality of the matches. That someone got lit on fire at the end. <laughs> that one. That's the worst match Supreme I've ever seen. Supreme versus the Enterprise. Yeah. I don't know who he was fighting exactly. It was Kid Chaos, I think. Was it Chaos? Yeah. Yeah, it was Kid Chaos versus Supreme. Yeah, that was that was a mess. What about the uh what about the ECW uh match where XPW tried to get involved in it? <laughs> oh man. Uh heel long heavy. What do you get the falling people for Christmas? Oh, what do the falling people get you for Christmas? Nice. Sorry. Vince. What is Adrian, wait, hold on. Adrian C says, relax on the Lince Dorado talk, dude. Sub to the channel last week. What? Explain yourself, Adrian C. I love Lince Dorado. Yeah, Lince's great. I'm just saying he's in, kind of in the 24-7 scene. You know, take it, it's fine. Eric from the Viking Raiders. Has he subbed to the channel? That's how strong Miz is booked. Uh, well, yeah, he was here? What, the Lince Dorado was here? There was so there was someone whose whose name was Lince Dorado that subbed the channel. Have we confirmed Is, that it's actually? Oh, okay. Well, Alex C said it was just somebody named Lince Dorado. Well, still apologies, NWO Lince Dorado. What was the question? I'm sorry. Uh, what did Vince get you for Christmas? Um, I don't know what kind of birthday gifts Vince. Like, I don't no, know. No, Christmas. Christmas. What did I mean, yeah, Vince yeah, get yeah, you Christmas. for Christmas? Yeah. I don't know what he would get people for Christmas. Like uh, an axe, like a gift card for like an axe throwing uh, place. Snow cone machine. So I can go throw axes. Totally a snow cone machine. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, who's next on this list? And then there's The Fiend. What would The Fiend get you for Christmas? Uh, probably like a, a blood-soaked rocking chair. Or a puppet, like a puppet, like a really puppet, gnarly yes. puppet. A Larson, like, a Larson puppet. Yeah, yeah, that's what it would be. And I'd get a Steve puppet. Baron Corbin, meat. Oh, yeah, yeah, he'd yeah, meat. I'd totally be down for that. What would Cody get us for Christmas? Like a Cody shirt or a Cody yeah, action probably. figure. If he knows me, he'd get me like some Star Trek memorabilia. Yeah. Did you see his power rankings of Star Wars movies? Yeah, he had Mandalorian at number seven. Which I'm he sorry, had, Mandalorian had, is like the best Star Wars there is. He had Attack of the Clones somewhere in the middle of the pack too. And Revenge that's of the like Sith the was movies. number three. Attack of the Clones is one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, Johnny Swinger, it'd be it'd be a fanny pack with the kayfabe compartment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, Alex Foster says uh, apparently WB and New Japan used to have a partnership several years ago. No real question, just thought it was interesting. WB used to do all used to do Back collaborations in the day, all the time. Man, they yeah, yeah man. all that stuff was going down. Wow, Fear and Loathen said, "With the Fiend being set on fire last night, how far are we from a pay per view event called the Purge? And how would you book it? It'd be like a championship scramble, but like a street fight too. And it'd be like yeah, two and a half hours long, and it would just be it would be matchless, really. Yeah, it would, it would just, just be one fight." Mm -hmm. scramble mm -hmm. whoever comes out on top at the very end and that's the win be like a really dark version of the money in the bank match yes yeah yes all right, all right that's it all right well we'll stick around here on twitch for a little while and hang out with the friendos thanks everybody for tuning in we really appreciate it till next time we'll talk to you later goodbye help support going in raw today by becoming a friendo club tv member You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. you know and trust is now Angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember Angie's list is now Angie and we're here to get your job done right get started at Angie.com that's A-N-G-I or download the app today Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.